All right, so welcome to episode two. Um, last week was pretty massive. Uh, and yeah, this week we're, we're going one bigger. I'd like to welcome Stevie, um, Stevie Judd, for those of you who don't know her. Um, so yeah, introduce yourself, mate. Tell, tell the people a bit about yourself and we'll go from there. Uh, so I am Tarpena, born and bred. Uh, I'll be, I'm 26, I'm 27 in October. I'm the youngest of three. Uh, I have a partner, his name's Robert. Um, Stepmom to three, three little kids. Um, I'm pretty all, an all-rounder, easy going. Yeah, so. Flat out like a lizard drinking most of the time, but no, I'm pretty good. I think that's all in a nutshell. Yeah, no, it's good to have you on. I think um, obviously having someone on that I know probably helps me calm down a bit. That's why I've got the rocking chair now. I found this in the uh, in the room out there. So thanks to Envy Dance for, host, <laughs> for, sponsoring for hosting the podcast and <laughs> let me rock this chair. They don't know about it yet, but that's right. Um, yeah, another Tarpena local, which is something we're pretty proud of. Absolutely. Us, us Tarpena um, people, so. I love it. I got um, Tarpena's postcode tattooed on my ankle. Shout out to Emily Wilkinson, by the way. We did it together. <laughs> Pissed? Nah. Sober? Nah, we both wanted to get a tattoo together but we didn't want to get each other's names and we couldn't figure out like a similar design and she goes why don't we get the postcode and i went you know what done deal let's go i don't mind that yeah i actually don't mind that at all um yeah right i mean i've got some shitty home job tattoos so i'm not going to complain too much about that but oh no we paid for these <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no nah. nah, i don't mind it don't mind it um yeah so we'll kick start obviously what we're about you've had a fair bit happen in your your time um but how's your week been yeah not bad no this week was this week was good works it's just a really boring time of year at the moment we're pruning so i'm stuck in a tractor for eight eight and a half hours a day going 2.6 k's it's just very slow going so you got plenty of time to think mm. so how, do you get, how do you get through it obviously you work but i mean oh yeah no i listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts yeah it's a good time to catch up with my grandma yeah <laughs> give her yeah. a call yeah and i you know i can always write my shopping list and whatnot probably shouldn't use that time to do it but nah no nah, that's fair that's just how that's right the bosses won't see this anyway so you'll be fine oh no uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah that's good but yeah nah, this week's been pretty good um robert had his kids this weekend and his eldest one's in kindy in panola so she's been with us a couple of days more than just the weekends that yep. we did pick up and whatnot. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. How um, is the stepmum life? It's nothing like I thought it was going to be. No? No. Like a lot more positive or a lot more negative or I is it somewhere in the middle? Or? I went into it going, like, yep, yeah, I'm going to fix this. Everything's going to be perfect. And it's so not like that. Yeah. But it's good. It is yeah. good. It's Definitely the hardest thing I've ever done, but yep. also the most rewarding. Yeah. 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 And Robbie's a good fella too. So. Yeah, he is. Oh, love him like a hole in the head. Yeah. But, yep. <laughs> but yep. no, nah, he is a good bloke. We are a good match and a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Like I said, I know Robbie too, so he's a, he's a good fella. Also Tarpena born and bred. Is he? Yeah. So when we first met, um, he was like, do you remember me from school? And I said to him, no, you didn't go to Tarpena. He goes, yeah, I did. I said, no, you didn't, because like you, but you remember everyone from Yeah, school. yeah. Anyway, I, so I was looking, and I'm thinking, he wasn't, in, he wasn't in our class, so he's three years younger. Right. So he never would have been in our nah. class. But um, 
so when Tarpena had their like big reunion, do you remember that? Yeah. So they had um, a book of like the last hundred years of the school. Anyway, I was flicking through it and he's in there and he said he didn't remember me, but he said, oh, do you remember me from school? Yeah. And um, yeah, so he lived down near the post office. Yeah, right. So, so crazy that the two of us both lived in Tarpena, we both played at Mangers, but we never knew each other until we both met each other at the pub. Yeah, right. Yeah, how crazy. In a town of 350 people. Yeah. The school only had probably 100 <laughs> at tops when we were there, I reckon, mm. and you never once. No. That is so strange. Yeah. Because I swear when we grew up, I'd be able to walk past every house and knew everyone that lived in them, yep. but apparently not. So, yeah, right, that's crazy. Um, he was in like like Bradfieldy's class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still pretty crazy though. Yeah, I mean, isn't it? You hear of that obviously even being in Mount Gambia with twenty thousand people, you're like, yeah, well, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But in a town of three hundred. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right. I didn't insane. even know he was tough into born and bred, so there you go. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, right. Yeah. So pretty pretty solid week on the on the yeah. work front. Yeah. It's just set mum front. This just, yeah, this time of year is just really slow. Yeah. For work. It's everywhere. It's just yeah, pruning just takes like three months. And then we get into spraying and before I know it, we'll be picking again. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. So do you, obviously you're going to have to say yes, but you love your job? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think, and you would totally get it, but I am so beyond customer service. Yeah. 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 I used to work in a cafe before I started at Bow Names. Yeah. And I just, it got to the point where I, I didn't care what milk you wanted in your coffee. Yeah. I didn't care if you had sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. And yeah. it just got to the, yeah. So I thought, nah, I need to get out of here. Yeah. And then um, I've actually really enjoyed working solo. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, like, there's times where we work in teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. But not yeah. dealing with the general public. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, that sort of leads to where I'm going a little bit. I, uh, my week was pretty full on, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it kick-started Saturday night. I uh, got a phone call from one of the owners. Uh told me to pack my bags and go home. From the uh, pub? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, which this has nothing to do with obviously Azza or whatever, like it was yeah, yeah. strictly just with him, but I uh, yeah, got the phone call while I was on my break to say pack your bags and go home because I <gasps> hadn't done enough work. So um, I'm actually still staying there casual mm -hmm. to help him out. Um, I've had a chat to the owner's son, John, who's a really good fella, obviously chatted to Azza. Um, so I'm staying at the Globe. Casually, yep. but I, uh, yeah, I, I had a pretty full-on week. Bloody hell, um, are you still at the school? Well, I'm, I wasn't at Reedy, but yep. I uh, went into Mount High Thursday and got myself a job start next term. So, awesome. yeah, yeah, so I'm back working with kids as of probably three or four weeks, um, doing a little bit of bar work, which suits. Um, obviously, the staff at the Globe are really good. Uh, the patronage is really good, so... I've sort of got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Probably just a, I was always planning on probably going back into schools eventually, so probably just a kick in the butt that I actually needed. Um, which, yeah, so I was pretty stressed out. Obviously, Sunday, Monday, sort of Tuesday, but I ended up using that stress and went to the gym 11 times in five days. Yeah, so I just made it a point to... See, I wish I had that. I, I wish I had that when I'm well, stressed. I binge eat instead. <laughs> if this was three months ago, I would have been a wreck. Far out. Um, I would have been probably in a hole, I reckon. But it was probably where says more where I'm at now. Yeah. With how I'm how I'm doing. So my week was I ended up having the week off. Uh, yeah, because my first three or four days I was a bit like 
all over the place, but I ended up putting all my energy into going to the gym and smashed that. So I'm actually, yeah, half out of that customer service game as well, which is, uh, yeah, so new challenge ahead, which is big news for the potty. I, I thought I'd throw that one out there. Um, yeah, obviously my relationship with everyone at the pub's still fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I'm sort of water off a duck's back. Mm-hmm. I would just go back there and pour beers and go home. So it's good to get away from that 24-7 grind, that's for yeah, sure. Like there was, there was no switching off. Um, I'm sure Chanel will love it. Yeah, Chanel loves it. The boys love it. Mm-hmm. So um, it's good to actually, yeah, I mean, taking another week of annual leave. So I'm really just not doing much at the moment, but that's fine. I just need a bit of a spell. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've got like written down here as well, just something I'm going to probably ask everyone because I actually do care what people will have, actually have to say. But what are, you, what are you grateful for, Stevie? Every time I think of this question, my first thing is always my legs. Your legs? Yep. Because a lot of people don't know them. Yep. A lot of people can't use them. Stuck in wheelchairs, amputees. I don't know why. It's just yeah. always the first thing is yeah. my legs. Yep. Right. See, I, I, I always like obviously the first thing arrives family, which yeah. I mean is, is the go-to. But that's actually a really good, really good way of looking at it. I never even would have thought of that to be honest. Mm-hmm. Your legs. Yep. Mm. It's just always been my first yeah. go-to is yep. my legs. Because I would be, mm. and I'm sure a lot of other people would be so similar. Yeah. Without them, yep. I'd be bugging. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Couldn't play footy, couldn't no. play netball, I couldn't do my job. Yeah. No, I yeah. would be so limited. And, yeah, my legs just mean a lot to me. Yep. Good way to look at it. Don't but obviously, it. yeah, family and friends. Yeah. Which Robert. is your standard. Yeah. 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 Not probably, just glossing over it. Nah, nah. Obviously, I'm grateful for my family, my friends, but I'm probably actually more grateful this week for uh, Adam and Nat, who actually run CrossFit, because mm-hmm. I've just been unloading on them all week about <laughs> my life, whether they wanted to hear it or not, and then cracking the shits through exercises and whatnot when I fail something, So, which is standard at the gym anyway, but yeah. they've got me through a pretty tough week, so shout out to Adam, Nat, and the, the CrossFit crew for getting me through another week. Um, Probably won't be doubling up every day like I did last week though, because the body needs a bit of a spell. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the start of us done. Um, what I might do is I've got a couple of questions here that were asked after my last podcast, mm-hmm. um, which we might run through together. Um, but I need to make a shout out while I've while I think of it. I can't say the uh, the village's name, but it's through Lucy Davis, who's actually currently overseas, uh, working in a village and working with Fijian youth uh, for mental health. I actually listened to my potty last week, which blew me away. I still probably took me two or three days to get over that. So I just want to do a big shout out to uh, all the the youth that are working with Lucy over in Fiji. Um, They spoke up about what they were going through and what they've been through, which is pretty big. So, um, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing, even when Lucy and the crew do come home, uh, keep speaking up, keep getting around each other, uh, you know, and obviously once you open up once, that's sort of the can of worms, I guess. You just keep going from there. And so shout out to you guys that, you know, you've done it tough and are doing it tough, but, you know, life will get easier. Just keep keep fighting the good fight. So that was, uh, yeah, something that popped up through the week that I was pretty shocked. And it's such a strange feeling, hey? Yeah. Because you're thinking, yeah. like, little old Luke from the mound. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, or it was 2020. Um, so my mate, my mates Ben and Mason have the Naked Farmer business. And so they were like, oh, yep. So I filled in, bit, did bits in there. And then um, 
they were like, oh, do you want to jump? Like, there's Sunrise wants to come and do a scene. Do you want to jump on the telly? It's like, yeah, right, whatever. Thinking not much of it. And yeah. then it went nationwide. Yeah. So I didn't realise the impact of just little old Stevie from Tarpena. Yeah. Was over in the West, over up North. Yeah, it's yeah. just a completely... It's well, I was going to ask you about that, actually, because obviously, yeah, like I said to you before we started, that I am not going to ask my guests too many questions prior because I want everything to be natural as we chat, but obviously I knew that you did The Naked Farmer. What is The Naked Farmer? So it's uh, a non-for-profit... Is foundation the right word? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, so of putting it out there for mental health, for farmers in rural ag, yep. all that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. So uh, Ben's slogan is... God, don't kill me. But it takes a, a lot of guts to talk about mental health as it does to take your clothes off. Yep. Probably a lot more than that. Um, so, yeah, so he, him and Mason, it was in 2020, they, us- they usually did, uh, like, Australia-wide yep. tour yep. of yep. interviewing other farmers and whatnot, and obviously it was COVID, and they had to stay in South Australia. And it was a bit of an empty, an empty offer. Yeah. I said, oh, if you... If you need to fill a slot, come yeah. out to the farm, have a chat, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then they come out, so that was cool. Uh, so I got interviewed by them. And then that got published into a book. And That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? So it got published into a book, got uh, into a calendar, and then I ended up on Sunrise. Yeah, it's bad, yeah, hey. It was really surreal and yeah. so hard to comprehend. Yeah. And there's things in there that... like in the book especially, that I hadn't spoken about uh, to not many people, and then everybody knew about it. Yeah. And, like, my auntie, she come up to me, it was in the supermarket one day, and she said, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, you didn't know about it. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing yeah. you could have done about it. Don't be sorry about it. Yeah. But, so there's, yeah, just a lot of things that... Yeah. And it's so it's out there. Did it come out naturally? Or were you... Oh, yeah. Were you, yeah. I've always been hard I mean, asleep. yeah, yeah. And it's just so much easier for me to get it out. Yeah. I can't bottle things in anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Best way to be. I just got to speak my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Best way to be. Some people can't handle when you do speak your mind, but that's that's life. But then the people that can't handle it aren't your people. Mm-hmm. No. Good call. And you would get that. Yeah. I think we were brought up in very similar yeah. families. Yeah. Definitely. Have a lot of time for your family. Yeah. Yeah. And likewise, obviously, we spent a fair bit of time together through the childhood. I so. still remember when it was one of Joe's birthday parties and you had this big tin of coffee for some reason and you spilt it all in the couch. <laughs> you were like, it's going to ruin me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought Karen was going to kill me. She didn't. I'm no. still, still, still breathing to this day. So. She used to say to me that. Um, she and your mum used to, like, at school pickups or whatnot, go, oh, Stevie and Luke are so cute. I yeah. hope they marry each other one day. I think she still told me that, like, six years ago, oh, like, and then seven years ago. You, it was when, when you also first started at Jen's. I was like, oh, mum, that's Luke. She goes, oh, he's got... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Kaz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't be fun. Don't want Murray on to me as well. Oh, God. Nah. Nah. Um, yeah, right, so... The Naked Farmer is just obviously about spreading the word as well. Yeah. See, I never really, obviously I've seen you you do it and all that sort of stuff, but I never really read into it. I actually, yeah, I don't even remember seeing it. I don't know if I watched it on Sunrise or not, but I remember that you did it. Yeah. So that's actually going to be in me questions, but um, And that yeah. was a huge confidence boost as well. Yeah, yeah, I that's crazy. I was also going through 
my own thing. There was yeah. a thing that um, I had on the back burner yeah. for years. It happened maybe six months after Jay died. Yeah. And it just, I couldn't deal with it. So yeah. I chucked it in the back and it came up in 2020. Right. There was one day and I wasn't, I just was sort of thinking about it for a while. Yeah. But not just put it back, put it back. And then I went to go to work one day and I had a flat battery and I absolutely lost my mind. Right. Yep. And so it was all within that time of then going back to therapy. Yep. Dealing with it. Yep. And then being approached by Ben and whatnot. So yeah. it yeah. was a real big step. Sorry, excuse me. Of getting back out there. Yeah. Yep. Isn't it funny? Like fate, I guess. Yeah. And isn't it funny how the brain works that you your flat battery was the thing that sort of yep. tipped you over? Threw me over and yep. I just lost my fucking mind yeah. that day. Yeah. And I rang my boss and I said, I just can't come in. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. And it, this was maybe half an hour before my shift. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's not... Nah. No. But that's not you either. No. No. Oh, trust me, I'm known for running the gauntlet. But yeah. 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 If I'm going to be late, I'm going to be a tiny bit. There's, I won't just show up. Not just mm. show up. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, which, yeah, I guess probably that. That's pretty full on. Um, I think I've, I shouldn't use the word funny, but I, I love when I find people's stories. Uh, and I guess like the first time they boil over. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And the stuff that they boil over about. It's just, yeah. See, mine was, uh, my, my first thing was footy last year. I was just going nuts at training for absolutely no reason. And do you know what, though? Sorry to cut you off. So, obviously, growing up with you in school, you were the king of the school, confident. Like You always knew what to do. You were always so good at everything. You were someone for the people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Always have a laugh, whatever. And to hear that you had massive anxiety issues, just I couldn't understand it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I've yeah, it's that's probably been it's just my biggest surprising thing. that um, everyone can fall victim to it. Yeah, 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 and that was probably it. Doesn't exclude you. Obviously, it it's very confusing um, when obviously it happens, but when you tell people, yeah, and yeah, I guess yeah, I'm a very confident person, but when I tell people that, they're like, yeah, like, they even look, they give me a like, what, like. But that was what probably made it even more confusing for me was the fact that I was having these anxiety attacks, but I didn't really know what it was yeah. because I'm this super confident guy that, you know, and literally put me in a room with 500 people and I'll just talk yeah. on a microphone and it's fine. But, you know, there's been times where, yeah, broke out into the sweats and done everything. So apologies about that message tone um, that just popped through. But, yeah, so it's just still something, obviously, that pops up every now and then. Uh, yeah, like I said before, footy last year was probably the biggest one that I got. Um, I got, you know, uh, I wouldn't say a big anxiety attack, but it was, uh, yeah, massive anxiety before, apologies about that again, uh, anxiety before our first dance lesson for Swing with the Stars, because mm. I missed the first one, so the second one I rocked up and... And you were so behind. And I was behind, and then, yeah, just got the sweats and the shakes, and I ended up going down to get my drink and whatever, but that was like... Just another time where I was So like, it definitely oh. wasn't like footsteps? Nah, it wasn't like <laughs> footsteps. Nah, nah. That didn't really help me at all. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, it was just, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre thing, I guess, the old uh, anxiety. It's just, yeah, definitely doesn't discriminate that one. No, so it doesn't. Um, there was one day I remember I was like, started going to the gym in the mouth when 
Anytime Fitness was at the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. I was doing really well. Then I pulled up and I sat in front of it for 40 minutes. Yep. And I went, nah, I'm not going in there today. And I never went back. Wow. Yep. It just... Crazy. Yep. Just threw you. Mm-hmm. And it drives me nuts. Yep. But at the same time, that was... Um, I reckon I came home from Queensland at that point. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that was a pretty rubbish time as it was. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, and I didn't. I definitely have the right tools yep. in my toolbox now to deal with stuff yep. than what I did 10 or so years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100% with you there too. How do I turn this off? That's still my head. Um, apologies. Nah. Tech savvy. Nah, it's alright. We'll just uh No no idea. Just tell Chanel to stop uh, message me and we'll be fine. Nah. But uh yeah, so going back to I guess one of the questions which probably leads into that anxiety sort of stuff is how do you now deal with anxiety? I go to therapy. Therapy? That definitely helps. Yep, yep. Uh I'm medicated. Right. Yep, I'm on 150 milligram of sertraline. Right, 150? Yep. I was on 100. Yep. And then I just thought, oh, and I was on that for a while. And I just thought, no, nah, this isn't really doing it for me anymore. So I thought maybe I need to go down. And I went, no, nah, I'm going to go up. So I take medication, I go to therapy. I would love to be one of those people that exercises. Yep. But I'm just not. Yeah. I would love yeah. to be, but I'm just not. I think after sitting in like a tractor for eight hours too, like the last thing you'd want to do is get out and exercise. I have like, to make myself get out and go for a walk. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't do anything for eight, eight, nine no. hours. And that's... And vintage is shocking. You can sit down for 17 hours. Yeah. And that's just draining. Like, you obviously, yeah. you just, you'd be so lethargic after doing it. I guess, like, yeah, anxiety was... I don't do it often enough anymore, but mine was meditation. I was getting up every morning and... Like I, it's little things you obviously learn. When you work in a pub though and you're finishing at stupid hours, you sort of lose that ability to get up at mm. five or six or whatever you want to do. But I went through a stage when Louis was born, I was getting up half an hour before he was actually getting up. Mm-hmm. I was just set an alarm for like six, 5.30. And I actually meditate for like 10 to 15 minutes in the morning and I stopped doing it. But that was probably what got me through the game of footy last year was I just went in wiped my headphones in, laid down, and literally I turn it up full bore and just breathing. So yeah, but I yeah, like I said, I probably I couldn't even tell you the last time I meditated. Um, but then again, my anxiety is not really through the roof at the moment, which is good. But I'm also medicated, hundred yep. mils of sertraline, so that gets me through the day. There was, must have been something in the water. Yeah, hundred percent. Because there yeah. a lot of other people from that I know. Yeah, me. and that's like I put a post up on Facebook. Uh, probably when I started it a bit after. Uh, obviously just sharing that I was, you know, and the amount of messages I got from people that I knew that I was like, wow, yeah, do you have it too? And then, you know, people were like, oh, I've got 150, I've got 200, I've got 50, I've got this, I've got that. And I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, yeah, obviously, and that's obviously the, the whole stigma around it. You just think it's you. 
Yeah. And you know, when you're going through all this shit and you just think, oh, well, I'm not going to tell anyone because it's just me. But you literally put it out there. And I guess even after last week's episode, like I, I would have got probably... The amount of feedback. Oh, and just the amount of messages that come from people to say, hey, like I've been struggling or, you know, I've been through this or I've been through that. And it's just like, wow. And I got messages from people that I've known for 10 plus years. And they say, you know, I'll listen to your thing and, you know, I went through this, this and this. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, and it's just the fact that, yeah, you just think it's you. So that's I what I... have such similar feedback when my book went out. Yeah. Well, not my book, yeah, sorry. But yeah, when yeah, I was in the book. Yeah. 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 Mates. Yeah. It's just nuts because it's not as if it's like just people you sort of just got to know or whatever. It's actually like people that you've actually known for a while. Yeah. And I mean, it's not necessarily people that you're close with or whatever, but I find that it's people that I've known for a long time that have actually said, Yeah. You know, I've been through this or, you know, I at the moment or this and that. And I'm like, Holy crap. So I guess, yeah, like obviously the more we, the more we share it, the better it gets. But, yeah, I think especially with the with the medication, you do get mixed reviews on it. Oh, People feel the, like zombies and whatever. The, the, my biggest thing, so I've been on sertraline, I want to say for at least seven years now. Yeah. But I've been medicated uh, since I was about 15. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my biggest thing was, so obviously Jay died from a drug overdose. Yeah. I didn't want to take drugs. Yeah. I thought, nah, I'm going to get addicted. I'm going to end up just like him and yeah. I'm going to end up in the ground. Yeah. So I was for so long going, nah, I'm going to fix this myself. Yeah. And yeah. young and dumb, I'm going to drink a lot and I'm going to smoke my heart out. Yeah. And it's going to fix itself. I'm just going to, I yeah. self-sabotaged and just self-destructed. I was awful. I can't. I can't remember a lot of my teen years. Yeah. I've just blocked it out. Yeah, it's crazy. And is that through just alcohol or choosing to block it out? Both. Yeah. Both. And it wasn't until, uh, and I had a lot of issues with self harming. Yeah. It wasn't until, like, mum, because mum was, she knew about it, but I think. You know, and I, t- I take my hat off to her. She's trying to grieve her own son, make yep. sure her other two kids are going all right. She has a husband and herself. Yep. Yep. She's that's a tough a, cookie. Yeah, that's a big role. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't want to say everyone, was fend, everyone fend for themselves, but I just don't know how you would manage that situation. No. And it wasn't until uh, I was bleeding from... Yep both hands, both wrists, and she come and grabbed both, like this, and she said, I take my hat off to you for trying to do this yourself, but we really need to get some real help now. And yeah, it wasn't until after we spoke about that as well, that she said, you are abusing alcohol, like he abused drugs. So- Shit, that would have hit home, like a truck. You don't want to do what he's doing, but yeah. Yep. Yep. And that pulled me up pretty quick. Holy shit. Yep. That just like gave me goosebumps. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. It was a it was a hard time, and but Joe Joe grieved so differently. But yep. he is so cool, calm, collected. He yeah, yeah, yeah. He from yeah, like I said, we've known each other forever, but he hasn't changed. No. And very very cool demeanor, mm-hmm. like obviously, and people love him. Yeah. Uh, which you know, what wouldn't you? But he's literally yeah, it's. And I guess that goes back to how 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 different 
Yeah. People we were both things, in the same like, house, brought up in the same yeah. house. Other than he had his dad oh, and yeah, I had mine. That's right. But, you know, but still, yep. yeah. Um, we both just responded to it yep. completely different. Yeah. And that's, I guess, like, I remember Jay, sort of. Like, I just remember him being so funny. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like. He had such sick, twisted humour. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have. Yeah. And I got, I w- obviously, I still wish he was alive. Yeah. But I would love to have had the banter that I can have now with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I was only thinking about it sort of today when uh, I was sort of wrapping my head around all this. And yeah, just like even thinking about him, obviously, I just remember him, yeah, I just remember him being funny. Obviously, yeah, he had his demons, obviously, but I just, yeah, like you would have obviously some of the worst memories, but also oh, some of the very best. I do. And that's what I mean. Like, I, I look back, obviously, what you went through and then with him passing and. You know, we probably will dive into the story a little bit more in a minute, but it's just, I find it, I guess I was, like, obviously I was young, so you don't really understand a whole heap, but, you, like, I don't remember any of that. You know what I mean? I only seen, like, the good side of him. Yeah. Because he was always, you know, and I would, obviously I didn't live at your house or anything, but, you know, we did hang out a lot as kids. You know, I was at everyone of your birthdays and everyone of Joe's birthdays and, you know, around often enough where I just thought he was really, really funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, yeah, it was just the stuff that, you know, personally, I obviously don't remember, but you don't, I was young. Oh, the, I, yeah. More times that I can count on one hand, he's, was living at home or he'd come home and he'd be absolutely off his guts, off his face and I wouldn't feel safe. Yeah. And so we would ring grandma up. Yeah. And obviously she just lived up the road. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm coming. I'd get on a push bike. Yeah. And ride up the farm. At night and go and stay at her house because I just couldn't, but Joe would stay. So he's also seen some stuff, but I was like, yeah, and I flew. Yeah. 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 But there was, yeah, it's hard. There were a lot of hard times and there are a lot of good times. Yeah. Like one of the, um, it wasn't, Emily brought this up the other day. So remember when you talk on MSN and you get on the webcam and whatever. Yeah. So I was sitting in the lounge room. I was like, oh, I'll be right back. And, And I don't know why. But he mustn't have seen Emily on the screen. He could just see him like the, himself. Yeah, yeah. And he's in front, like shaking his dick and thrusting and everything. And I come back and Emily's like, "Oh my god, this just happened." And I said, "Did you know that she's?" He's like, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was just like, a real funny bastard. But yeah. 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 Like how? This will be probably pretty deep, but like, how do you remember? So I was, he died four days after my 14th birthday. So that I long think, ago? Yep. So it'll be. Holy shit. Thir- Thir- yeah, 13 years. years. Yep. Um, yeah, right. So I only knew him, I don't know if 14 years is right though, because I was but, just turned. Yeah, yeah. But, and also through, there was a time where I sort of like idolized, I don't know if idolize is the right word, but I was like, he, you know, he was. He was a great person, but he also did some pretty rubbish things. Yeah. 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 There was a time where he was had a manic episode, and there was a house that uh, a drug dealer used to live in. Yeah. He's like, right, I'm going to go trash it. Drug dealer didn't live anymore there anymore. It was an old lady. And oh, he shit. ripped her house to shreds with his right. hands. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there was just a lot of things that he did. Impulse. Yeah, that would... And, oh, he would have flogged things and yeah. theft and yeah. whatever. Yeah, 
So uh, when I was younger, I like I had him on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, a fourteen-year-old dealing with their brother who just died from a drug overdose. Yeah. I have no idea how I managed to get through that. I yeah. honestly didn't think I was going to live past my sixteenth birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now. I reckon I could handle it a lot better now. Yeah. Because I'm 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think I. You know, for, 14, you got raging hormones. You're oh. trying to figure out who your friends are. Yeah. You haven't yet got that relationship with your family, yeah. whether you're mates. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just... I think you find, coming from a small town, that you just don't see that shit. Like, obviously, you lived it. Like, I know that you've seen it. But at the same time, you, you just don't, you don't no. see it. No. You know what I mean? Like, if you were from the city and, you know, it depends where you live, but you'd see it so often in so many people where, obviously, you've seen it in him. Yeah. But I think it's just, like, yeah, even now, I look back at it and, obviously, I hear your story and I'm like, holy shit, did that actually happen? Yeah. You know, and the people that you meet through high school and then even working with kids yeah. and, and what their parents do and you're just like, holy shit, and like, I think it's you real. Would, you would completely understand when I say that we are so lucky to have parents oh, who loved us. Yeah, absolutely. not everybody has a nice mum and dad. No, nah, no. Nah. And I think, like, and the other and thing And I shouldn't is, have to even say the word lucky. No. You should no. just have that. Yeah. And to have parents that love you, and, like, obviously, you know, someone like Joe, who's got his dad, yep. your mum, and Murray, you know what I mean? Like, and they all love him. Yeah. So you look at him... And he's, you know, I guess extremely lucky. You know what I mean? He's got three. Yeah, not everybody has a step-parent that loves them. Oh, and that's right. And that's where I guess, you know, your stepkids are going through the same thing. You know what I, I mean? I don't think they're, they're lucky to have me. I'm lucky to have them. Well, I think they're probably, you're probably lucky to have each other, yeah. Stevie. I think with what you've obviously gone through and, you know, you see your dad be the best dad to you and to Joe. I think obviously it sets you in a good path without even having to try. Yeah. But you, you are right in saying that, you know, it's probably not luck, but at the same time with what I've seen through the community and working with kids and stuff, you just, yeah, it just, yeah, it's, it's, it really makes you shake your it head. It blows your mind. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I thought everybody had a childhood like mine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Despite and, having a drug addicted oh, brother. But, yeah. you know, having paddocks to roam. Oh, absolutely, you know, on motorbikes and cars bike, yeah, and down all the, the bike rest of track it. and all that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, going for walks around town. Yeah. Pop past their place, yep, pick them up, go down there. And I think that's like a, it's not a small town thing, but it is a small town thing, I guess. Where oh, you know, no different than Thursday nights here. Remember going in the street on the Thursday night after school? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I lived for that. And that's, well, obviously that's gone out a oh, little bit, but yeah. like that, that small town thing, you know, I look back where I've been out of Tarpena for, I don't know, 15 years, I guess. So I've been in Mount Gambier more longer than I've been in Tarpena. But I, you know, personally would not want my kids growing up out there now because everything's in town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, living on a farm and everything's probably a little bit different where you've got different resources but there, and you got... There's no school. There's no footy club. There's like, yeah, no there's shops. Like, it's just there's, down the road. Yes, but... But your, your shop is the pub. Yeah. And there's only so much that yeah. Premier can have in there too. Oh, and that's right. And that's where, like, I look back on our childhood and obviously having two brothers uh, help make our childhood fun. Yeah. But, you know, there's 
you know, we used to go over to the block over the road, motor around cricket pitch, mm-hmm. played cricket there. You'd, you'd walk from one end of town to the other and you'd literally have people, you know, if we're walking, they'd literally pull over, you need a lift. Yeah. It was only probably three k's looking back over that section of that far walk from one end of town to the other. But that's the sort of stuff you do. Like nowadays, you don't even hear of that. No. If a car pulls over, you run. Yeah. But growing up in a small town, I would 100% do it again. Yeah. I probably wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't want my kids doing it now because... Tarpina doesn't have anything to offer like it used to. No, no. But the school was healthy. Yep. The footy club obviously, you know, didn't win a game for that long, but it still survived to come back and then, you know, survived a little bit more. But that that small town stuff, I guess it's sort of... I'm speaking for myself, not so much for you, but it it does shelter you from a lot. When when I left Tarpina and went to Tennyson, I was a fish out of water. I could not believe that there was a junior school, a middle school and a senior school. Yeah. And that I didn't know everybody in my class. And it was just insane. And catching a bus threw me off. Usually I would ride on a push bike to school or cut through the paddocks. Yeah. And you look back, I guess, you look back at uh, like these kids that have SSOs. Like we didn't have that at school, or like, or did we? We had. Do you remember Mel? No, I remember our SSOs because Mel works at Reedy. Yeah, right? oh, yeah so yeah. I reconnected with Mel um, last year, the year before, whenever it was. But I remember there being SSOs, but I just don't remember. You know, and I mean, being an SSO myself, and I know what I have to do. I don't remember that. Nah, I don't think I. And nah. I don't know if it's like. I, I remember them being in the class, but I never got yeah. from them. <laughs> <laughs> no, me either. But I was. Probably spent more time out of class than I did in class a couple of times, but mm. no. But I mean, yeah, it's just I think that's just that small town thing where you learn so much going through high school and oh, even yeah. through life, where you just see these kids that have an SSO and then you find the backstory and you're like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're like, that never happened when we were kids. But I think it's only that that small town thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it probably did happen in Mount Gambier. Yeah. When we were younger, but. I think, yeah, you just sort of, you learn so much going from a town of 300 to a town of 30,000, even though it's only 25 kilometres. Yeah. Right. Huge difference. Do you think, going back to your brother, obviously, yeah, like, the addiction took his life, um, but there really wasn't enough help. Oh, goodness. Obviously, back then, what's it like now? Still the same? Marginally better, obviously, because there's... I think it would be a lot better, but there still is so much more to be done. Yeah. That's why mum just... She's still fighting her guts out. Dad was doing it with her. Yeah. But he's so hot-headed and he's like, no, I can't do this. I think you're all a bunch of fuckheads. Yeah. So pulled out. But dad and Kate Amoroso... Yeah. Dad and Kate Amoroso, sorry. Mum and Kate are arm-in-arm and... They're fighting for our community here yeah. and in the Limestone Coast. Yeah. All of Australia, really. Yeah. Just better facilities needed. Yeah. And mum is the person that she needed. Yep. 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 She needed someone to tell her, don't give them money when they need it. Give them facilities, give them supplies. Yes. Do yep. That type of thing. Yep. She is the person that she needed yep. back then. And it, she's just got, you know, unfortunately, an unwritten rule book. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so she just wants to help the families that help that we didn't get. Yeah. 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 Which, you know. I remember, like, I don't know what it was, but Jay was going, maybe it was because he had to do it through parole, I'm not really sure, but he had to go 
somewhere and he'd come home with like homework and a diaper stuff and I remember one of them was like draw your family he's like oh, I'm not fucking doing that I was like oh I'll do it I'll do it so and then he took that in yeah yeah but that yep. was also who he was I'm not fucking doing that yeah yeah yep. I can't I don't know what that was oh that's fine I'm gonna get yeah yeah there were there were a few things and unfortunately when you get to prison that's yeah, you that's know, it. you spend a lot of time in there, and no kid should have to spend time. No. At a prison. No. Saying that the prison had the best toys, you could watch DVDs and videos there. Not that you should go and no, do it. No, but I've visited, yeah, someone in, and you walk in, and I guess you see these people that are in there for not much, and yeah. people would rather spend their time in there than out of the here. Yeah. Out of there. Yeah. Like obviously, no kid should be in there, but I mean, yeah, it, sh- it shouldn't be like that either. No. But. So with, I'm with sorry, obviously, okay. you're right. I yeah. remember at school and, you, you know, like, oh, you sit in the sofa. What did you guys do on the weekend? And it would get to me and I'm like, oh, I went and seen Jay in jail. And then we did this and we did that. And it's like, oh, has anyone got any questions for Stevie? And Emily was like, what was he in jail for? And Miss Finneman was like, you can't ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Emily. <laughs> but, you know, at the same time, no kid should have to go to jail and it'd be the highlight of their weekend. Oh, and... And I obviously guess, I, knew like, that, I knew that jail was because he'd done something wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, like, for you it was norm. It was my norm. And now as an Which adult, is nuts. Like, I'm like, oh. And I'm not saying that my mum shouldn't have done it. That's not, you know, well, taking us with us. Because that's how we got to see him. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen him. I was him. about to say that. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally, at the end of the day, parents have to make a decision. But, yeah, it's either you go see your brother or you don't see him at all. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, you know, and realistically, if the prison wasn't meant to have kids in there visiting loved have, ones, they, they wouldn't have, have bloody toys in there and DVDs in there and all the rest of it in there. No. So, obviously, it's built for that reason. Yeah. Like, so I guess, you know, good on your mum for doing that. Yeah. She because... made that she did have to make a lot of tough calls. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout his addiction yep. and after. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. does your... your battle with mental health does that stem from Jay uh, so before he died so I like I had some bullying issues in primary school yeah. but and I'm not just glossing over that either because I know a lot of it can be serious for other people but that's all mended that's all fixed yeah yeah I'm not holding a grudge on that or yeah that doesn't affect me anymore. yeah yeah uh, but it, I reckon it was definitely when Jay died and then Six months after that, roughly about six months, yeah. I got sexually assaulted by who I thought was a good friend of mine. Right. Yep. So dealing with my brother dying, uh, getting sexually assaulted. Yeah. And Shit. then a couple months after that, uh, my friend committed suicide. And, and you know, and then I've got other family members dying. Yeah. It just yeah. was just a... one big snowball just getting bigger and bigger. And... Me getting sexually assaulted is what I chucked on the back burner. Yeah. 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 Which, holy fuck. Yeah. It was a rough time. I know they say like, oh, your younger years are the best years, but fuck me. Yeah. Your 20 to 26 so are probably your best years. Yeah. Well, trying to yeah. navigate. Like I said, you got raging hormones, trying to figure out yeah. who your friends are, yeah. your family, school, and then my brother dying, getting sexually assaulted, my friends dying. Yeah. I just felt like everything was against me. Oh, and I thought, absolutely. what is the point of even trying to be happy because something's going to happen and someone's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Which, 
is a massive. I'll just hang on. I need to wrap my head around that. That's fucked. It is fucked. <laughs> like, it's so fucked. See, like, this is why I didn't want to know anything about before coming on because yeah, that's actually just fucking yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. I was going to know how you went through it. I'm fucking battling to wrap my head around that at the moment. But yeah, I guess yeah, like that's that's some pretty heavy shit. Like you you, you get bad things that happen in threes. Normally that's your fucking car breaks down and then you blow a tire and then yeah something else happens. But yours was literally your brother dying, sexually assaulted, your friend dying. Yeah, and since <laughs> then, like again, I'm not glossing over it, but I've I have lost more friends to mental health. Yeah, and I've yeah. lost family not to mental health, but no, you but know, yeah, old age and yeah. whatnot. People that are really important. Yeah, but that's the shit. You, I mean, you know, sorry for cutting you off there, but I. I remember being on the scene of two or three, two, I think. People that I didn't know, I seen them dead on the ground. See, that, that, I don't know how you dealt with that. Because uh, obviously I've seen a dead body in a casket. Yeah. But I don't know how I would go seeing a dead body out in the vineyard. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know? Well, yeah, and that's, I guess it was probably more like the unexpected, unexpected of it. Like, yeah, you don't walk out the front of the pub expecting to see someone dead on the ground. No. Um, and it happened, I forgot to actually mention it last week, which was a part of, I think, like, obviously where I started going downhill a bit was, like, there, um, yeah, the fella that was dead on the ground out the front, I got first two. New Year's, um, one year, a real old fella got shoved, like, real hard, like, proper, and hit his head on the ground and pissed himself, which is obviously the sign that, yeah, so he was in a coma for God knows how long, and then he ended up dying. So that was another one on top of it. But I guess like it was just like same same Sing boat. Obviously they're not loved ones, but I seen Chanel's nonna pass away. I was in the room. Yeah. And that was all around like the same time. For me, that was like cherry on the cake where I was like, fuck this, like what else is gonna happen? But at the same time, that was natural. Yeah. And that's what I probably found is like she it was just old age and I was sort of like, oh, but it was just, like, if that was probably the first thing, it wouldn't have affected me as much, I don't think. Like, but after you've literally just seen, yeah, like, and it was people I didn't even know. Yeah. Like. But it doesn't have to be. No, no, and that's right. Like, I mean, still saying it was pretty hard, but they they were the hardest ones because I didn't even know them, but you walk out and you're just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But you sit there and watch actually someone pass away naturally and it just come at the really wrong time, I guess. Like, it was just right at the end of when I didn't need any more shit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that happened, and then you're like, fuck. So that was like, just really topped it off. And I guess probably, you know, same thing with you, where you, you lose a loved one due to old age. You don't need it ever. It doesn't ever get any easier. But once you've got that pile on top of shit that you can, actually can't control. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's not their fault, but yeah. No, I understand. No, yeah. When, um, so when my pa died, yeah. so grandma's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That was all amongst as well, going through it, drinking way too much. Yeah. And I ended up getting in this fit. It was Boxing Day at Beachport. Right. Yep. I think that says a lot in itself. Yeah. Always send it. Yeah. Uh, definitely got on it. And I saw someone who I had been really close to, knew that I struggled with struggled with drugs in yeah. general. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not me, but. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. The story, yeah. And were really supportive at the beginning and then started doing it. So it was 
And I just thought anyone who did drugs was going to die. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I don't Which, think that now. But, no, but so still. I, I was pissed out of my mind and saw him and I was going to go for him and then I just snapped and I got in fist fights with, yeah. There yeah, right. Yep. And then again, got pulled up. Yeah. Because I think I'd just come back from overseas, from yep. three months yeah, overseas. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And my parents sat me down and said, if you pulled that shit and you got done, you'd never go overseas again. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I definitely... Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I've gotten pissed since. Oh, absolutely. But... Yeah. Nothing. No. And it's good that your parents pulling you up on shit like that. Even, obviously, I guess when your whole family was going through the time where Jay died and your mum actually still had, I guess, the mentality to grab you by the wrist and say... Yeah. Fucking, this is what we're doing. Pretty big, you know what I mean? And I guess that's where you talk about that luck that we've got, but... You can bounce off your parents like that, and if they grab you and say, "What are you doing?" Yeah, pull your head in. You know what I mean? And they were like, "I broke down to Chanel last year, but like mum and dad, I went to them straight away." You know what I mean? So I guess that's where yeah we are lucky, but yeah, at the same time they're they're our people. Yeah. So it's their job. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know, they fulfil it. They yeah. do their job. So um, the whole alcohol thing, yeah, it is a big one. I didn't even touch on it really last week, I guess, but. Um, yeah, I got it sent through just asking, um, obviously, like, the effects. For me, oh, I still drink. Oh, actually, I don't drink heaps anymore. Drinking Sorry, I shouldn't drink. say that. I, sh- I don't drink often. Yeah. When I do, though, I blow, I blow the lid off it, yep. um, which, I mean, I've probably done for the last five or six years. Like, it's nothing out of the ordinary, but I just find, obviously, now that I'm medicated, uh, my behaviour... I don't When like I'm pissed, I don't hurt anyone, and yep. I, I'm never... I never have. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I don't don't hurt anyone when I'm pissed, but I just find that my behaviour is so erratic. Yeah. Like, and I just make dumb decisions on the piss now, where I'm like, well, "What the hell was I doing?" What was the point of that? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I've, I've even after Swing with the Stars, you know, that was I didn't eat, and then end up I don't remember like three or four hours of the night, but I got told stories after that, and I didn't. I was fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was just like, and even the day after. It's just so much worse when you're medicated. Yeah. And I think, not even that, but like obviously if you're not medicated and you're still going through shit. I can't handle the hangover just, anymore. No. I can't handle feel. I hate feeling crook. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hardly drink. Yeah. Anymore. I just choose not to. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I, same thing. If I yeah. want to drink. Yeah. And I have the opportunity, I probably would go for it. Yeah. But COVID also changed a lot of that for me. Yeah. 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 I think I'm still stuck in. ISO. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. I don't know if it's good. Well, I'm still stuck like that. No. I can't do anything. Can't yeah. Just have to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. But I know that's not the case. Do you find that you have to probably be around the right people? Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law, she, again, dealing, you know, dealing with yeah. friends and stuff at school, and she said to me, "There's some people that you drink around, and there's some people that you don't." Yeah. 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 There's some people that have your back, and there's some that don't. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think. Like, working, working at a pub is a very funny thing, but you get to know these people, and obviously that's, you know, most of them are 18, 19, 20, some are 30, whatever they are, but there are actually people that come through that place that I'd happily have a drink with. Yeah. And they're not even good mates or anything, but I think I'm, I guess I'm pretty lucky where I can float through a crowd and just talk to talk whoever to and drink, drink with whoever and whatever else, and I guess that's where I, I feel all right. Like, I'm like, I can... 
handle it, but there's just some decisions I make when I'm pissed, and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Oh, I don't you know what I mean? And it's obviously gotten worse over the last sort of two years from being medicated and actually owning my shit, where I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. And I, like I said, I don't hurt anyone, it's more just doing dumb shit. Yeah. And then it's you waking up in the morning, and I never, I guess, everyone goes through that party stage, and I went through it. And I woke up with no regrets. Didn't matter what I did, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, but yeah. now I'm actually like, holy shit. And whether it's just whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like throwing a can across the floor at the pub or, you know, just doing something stupid. You're just like, what the fuck did I do that? Oh, the amount of dumb things I did pissed as a teenager. And I sort of thought, nah, this will never impact me or whatever. And I'm not saying that it has now. Like I haven't been able to get a job because of it. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. But I think I just know the consequences now. And obviously I'm, we're older. Yeah, oh, we're not gosh. we're not no. teenagers, and you know drinking was so cool. And then once I turned eighteen, I was like, oh, this isn't as fun as I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone's just like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think you just find like obviously in Mount Gambier as well. I mean, it's it's everywhere, but you just get you get stuck doing the same stuff. You play footy or whatever it is, um, you know. And if you have a reasonable reasonable size friendship group, and they're all around the same age, all of a sudden you're hitting twenty first. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You just you do get stuck in a bit of a cycle, I guess. And working at a pub, I thought would have been worse for me for drinking, and it was so much better. I found myself probably drinking every day, but it was only because you know, if bloody Chloe was making a cocktail or something, she's like, "Here, try this." So you just drink it without even thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was sort of like enough where I didn't feel like getting pissed. Yeah. Or something. You know what I mean? Like, or a mate would come in once a week or once every so often, I'd have a beer with them. And that was plenty. Yeah. And even now, I don't mind a red wine over tea or whatever. And now I'm obviously not full-time at the pub. I can't wait to actually have a Saturday off and do nothing. Yeah. And it's funny how your mindset changes. Like, even with being involved in a footy club and everything, like, I will go to a function towards the end of the year, but that's not even, like, my main thing. Like, I just can't wait to do nothing on a Saturday night. And I know so that's... much has changed for you, too. Oh, and having kids. And yeah, exactly. Your, your priorities aren't, I'm going to the footy, going to watch the footy afterwards, going to get in on the beers, probably got a party to go to at the City Band Hall yeah. tonight. You know. Good times. Oh, you take me back. But... Yellow Galley, I know. <laughs> but you know, whereas yeah. now you're like, all right, I've got footy, Chanel's got dance, we've got to get home, make sure the kids are fed, yeah. put to bed at a decent hour, do we still have time to spend together? Yeah. Yeah, I think everything, like the circumstances is, are just so different. And I guess, like, for me, is, like, it's not so much worrying about the hangover. It's not the, it is the hangover, but it's, like, my mental state. I get You know it. what I mean? I got asked to go to Melbourne this weekend, and I was like, yep, absolutely. Which we both didn't end up going anyway, but uh, I was like, yep, bloody hell, that'd be good. And I said, you know, I might go to Melbourne this weekend. And then I was, obviously, everything happened over the weekend, like, last weekend with work and everything. And I was like, nah. Well, the last thing I want to do is go to Melbourne for, you know, two or three days, drink every day. Yeah. Probably get pissed every day. And then, you know, this week would have been hell. And I guess that's probably the biggest thing is, like, you, you have to worry about the next two days. Yeah. We don't recover like nah, we used to. No, nah, no. Like I used Sunday. to be able to get absolutely hammered, go to work at the supermarket the next day, either at seven in the morning. Oh, yeah. The amount of time, okay, not tell you the amount of yeah, time. Yeah, I'd go and bang it on a Saturday night and start at seven at the yeah. supermarket the next morning. Still cut. But I just can't hang it like I used to. No, nah, I think that, I mean that comes with age. Obviously, and everyone oh, says yeah, that you sure. get older and your hangovers get worse. But I guess it's not really the hangover, is it? Like it's just your your mental state. You're just like, well, fuck, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be shit ass for the next two days. Yeah. 
It's and I just don't have time for that. It's not even a hangover on the Sunday. It's more like the Monday when you just the yeah. anxiety and everything kicks in and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. And you, you're just waiting to feel better. And I can feel like that sober. So I'd rather... Oh, 100%. Do, I'd rather yeah. do it sober. Yeah, yeah. and you have a, if you have a big anxiety attack or you obviously you, you just have an off day, that day after is always hell. Yeah. If you wake up and you're all right, it probably helps. But you just... Yeah, for me, it plays on my mind a little bit where I try and start every day fresh. Yeah. Um, which obviously going back to the gym and everything's helped. But there were days where I knew that I'd had a shit day or... I guess you could probably wake up all right and by sort of lunchtime, two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever happens, and then you're just in a shit. Mm. And you are just shitty and you're angry and whatever, and then you go to bed angry, and then it, it is pretty hard to wake up the next day being like, everything's fine. Yeah. And that's where I'm like finding it is just get up and go to the gym or get up and go for a run, get up and go for a walk, get up and just give yourself 15 minutes in the morning. And I listen to uh, like Dylan Buckley's podcast the other week with Nathan Buckley on it. Oh yeah. Obviously die hard Collingwood. But that's what he said. He he was going to bed at, you know, nine thirty, ten o'clock, whatever. He was going into the footy club trying to deliver his message and, you know, front up and whatever. And he's like, it's it's literally impossible. He goes, especially if you've had a big day. He goes, and then you then you're tired and then you sleep for call. And then you go in the next day and you're still tired. It's like that and I've yeah, like the biggest thing, and it goes in one of my questions, obviously people say like, how do you deal with day to day and all that sort of stuff? What do I do to, you know, get over that slump? Is I actually still go to bed reasonably late and they say obviously sleep's the best thing for you. But when you've got two kids under three, oh, yeah. you don't really get the choice. You just gotta work um, And I would much rather, this is gonna make me sound like bloody dad of the year here and partner of the year, but I'd much rather get up to the kids at night so Chanel would sleep. If I'm going to work the next day and she's with the kids all day, yeah. that's a lot more draining than going to any job. So I find that if I can get up through the night and get the kids up, or you know, put them back to sleep, whatever it is, I do that. I still go to bed at like 9.30, 10, 10.30, but I'm up at five. Yeah. And it's either gym or it's literally sitting in front of the PlayStation or listening to music or when the weather's right, I go for a run or a walk. And I just find that if you can just get a half an hour to yourself. Yeah. Start in, yeah, you At are the start, start of the day. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. I only have probably six, seven hours a night broken. Uh, still function pretty well. Apart from, yeah, today when I've been up since 4.30 and slept like shit and I've been grumpy all day, but anyway. But I just find that, yeah, even after listening to Bucks, like, just give yourself that half an hour. Mm-hmm. Whenever you can, just give yourself half an hour. Just, yeah, if you've got kids, half an hour before the kids. Yeah. And you can obviously do that when, you know, you got the kids with Robbie just half an hour. Just, it clears your head so much. It doesn't work every time. No. Oh, definitely not. But what I had said to him is, and you know, you go yeah. for a shower and you've yeah. got them running in and out, in and out, yeah. asking you. Even sitting dumbest, on the toilet. Yeah, dumb, like. the dumbest of questions and whatever I've said, if I go for a shower and the same thing, it doesn't happen all the time, yeah, yeah. but just let me have a shower. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that might be only five minutes or ten minutes, but yeah. Sometimes it's enough, hey. Like and you know, you just you just need it. And it's you know, I try and push Chanel to do it, she probably doesn't do it enough for herself. Is obviously she spends all day with the kids or whatever and then her sort of only break is if they're both in bed. Yeah. Which is shit. Like, but she's been getting up and coming to the gym with me and stuff like that now. So and all of a sudden you start doing that stuff together. And I mean, 
shower by yourself because the shower is the best time of the day when you get literally five minutes to yourself. But yeah, I've I've been finding that that just give yourself half an hour at the end of the, at the start of the day. See, I always have such a good day if I get up early and exercise, yeah. but I hate getting out of bed. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. bed. I could stay in it for as long as I could, but I hate getting out of bed. But I have the best days if I get up at five, have a real, like thorough exercise. I can smash the day. Yeah. But yeah. I hate getting out of bed. Yeah. It's just self, oh. it's self sabotage all over yeah. again. And I think once you put your feet on the floor, though, that's probably the easiest. Like, you just have to actually put your feet on the floor. Yeah. Very rarely you're going to sit up and think, nah, fuck that, and lay back down. It's only when you roll over and put your snooze on, and you're like, oh. It got to the point where I was setting my alarm clock on the other side of the room, so I would still get up and turn it off, and I'd just jump back to bed. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm shocking for it. And I've been like it ever. I hated getting up for school. Yeah. Dad would grab me by the ankle, pull me out. I was one of the yeah. kids. Yeah, which is natural. Yeah. Natural. But that's, um, yeah. Thanks for opening up. Especially no, thank on, you for having me. No, nah, no. Nah, like, yeah, it was definitely, yeah. Like I said, and I'll say it again, I'm not going to ask too many questions to my guests purely for that reason. That's That was pretty raw and pretty open, and I didn't really, yeah, it left me speechless, actually, no, a, a few times. And like I said, I knew... Obviously, yeah, I know your family really well, um, but there was, yeah, there were parts of that where I was actually like, holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. So. But, no, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, I got invited by the Panola, Panola High School to go have a chat in front of all the kids. Ben was doing um, a presentation on yep. the Naked Farmer anyway, and they asked me, would well, you want to come in and have a chat with him for your experience with him and what your story is? And... There was, uh, and I have such a soft spot for this girl anyway. But so she didn't know any of that. Yep. She just saw me, she saw me at netball. She's like, yep, she's this cool, fun girl. Yep. Had this idea of me. And then I came to school and she met mentally ill Stevie. Yeah. And she was like shocked. To, and, I ended up messaging her mum after, and I just said, like, some pretty harsh stuff happened at school today. Is she all right? I'm really worried for her. Yeah, yeah. And she just, yeah, said that I think she had this perfect yeah, yeah. ideal idea of you, yeah. and you just weren't, you, it turns out you're not that. Yeah. 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 And I think image, image is a big thing. And I said it last week about, like, wearing masks. I am so bloody good at it. Mm. I got through it for a long time. Yeah. Because people have this picture of you, and I guess you just buy into it yep. in the end. And, you know, like I was sort of, even when playing footy, you know, and as, you know, I was known as a guy that just loves sledging and fucking biff, so you just do it. But, you know, like I look back, I'm like, what was I thinking? Yeah. That's not me. Like I, yes, I, I still sledge and still talk shit, but I don't buy into it. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, that's wearing a mask or, you know, people having this, idea of who you are and you, you try and live up to it and I think that was probably the biggest thing of hiding that and you'd be the same is you just you know if people think something of you obviously and especially if it's a lot more positive than what you think of yourself you do try and own up to it and you live it and you know people look at me as this yeah real confident guy and geez Luke can speak really well and Luke can do it. yeah but yes I can yeah but when you're going home and having an anxiety attack without telling anyone that's when I guess you know causes even more confusion yeah, absolutely. Is when people actually have this, oh, jeez, you know, Stevie, she's buddy. 
She's a bundle of joy. She's like got so much energy. She's up and about. Yeah. Then you get home, you crash. And oh, you're like, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just, that's probably the one of the biggest things since being so open with myself to other people. Like, this is me. Yeah, I, def- I do not. I don't sugarcoat anything. I don't sugarcoat how I feel. And I always communicate yep. as best as I can. Yeah. I let myself feel my feelings. Yep. I just don't bottle up and I don't push to the side anymore. No. I have to acknowledge it. Yep. And I try my hardest to not waste time on it. Yep. So not long ago I went uh, to Adelaide to do a course just to sort of to deal with your rubbish. Yep. Went for three days and it wasn't until it really got pointed out to me that by that point I had wasted, and I don't know if wasted is the right word, but I had spent eight years angry and frustrated, so mad and wanting to blame someone and just angry at the world because my brother had died. Yep. Yep. Eight years. Eight years. That happened when you were 14? Yep. And you're 27 now? 26. 26. Yep. So essentially you were angry and pissed off at the world for... I spent a lot of time yeah. unhappy. Yeah. And it wasn't really until it got put into that perspective yeah. that I thought, oh, something's got to change. Yeah. Because I can't stay like this. Yeah. That's crazy. I guess it's not wasted because you... Wasted isn't the right word. No, no. I know what you're trying to say. Though. But like, it was still... too much time spent on that. Yeah. And don't get me yeah. wrong. I was happy in that time. Yeah. There are a lot of good things that happened. Yeah. But yeah. so I want to say at least... Sixty percent of it yep. was just yep. hatred. Yeah, which is crazy. Ha- and so for Especially so many things, for you know, hatred towards drug, I resented Jay yep. so much. There were times that you know I'd go out to the cemetery and leave some flowers, and there were other times that I would just be punching the grass. Yeah, yeah. I always say if I saw him again, I would give him the biggest hug. Yeah, and I'd the, knock his yeah, fucking yeah. lights out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, I think. For a lot of people, and what I really hoped what the kids from the school took away is to just acknowledge it yeah. and don't put it on the back burner. No. no, no. Because it will catch up to you yeah. when you least expect it. And I think you would understand yeah, that too. Yeah, absolutely. You just have to own it, I guess. Like, And there was obviously times I was going to the pub and whether it was a kid pissed me off or I didn't know what was pissing me off. But I, I wear it on my face anyway, so... Yeah. It's probably the best thing is people are just like, right, what's wrong? No, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you were not blessed with that. <laughs> no, nah, I never have been. No. Nah. But I mean, there were times, obviously, you put on that mask and you're, and you're, you're happy. But you're oh, not, and that's you're, what and I... happy, but... You would understand, yeah. working in customer service. You yeah. Know? What, how are you going? What would you like? How are you? Yeah, I'm so good when yeah. I'm not. And I hated getting up, doing my hair, putting makeup on. Yeah. Making myself look good. Yeah. When I wasn't good. Imagine if you told people that. Yeah. There you go, I'm fucking shit. There actually. were some people like, that I could do it with. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. They'd come in yeah. like, hey, you know, you know, I'm absolutely so rubbish. Yeah. I cannot be fucked today. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. But what would you like? Yeah. I wish you a latte. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But. Yeah. And they, and obviously those people knew me well enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like, I guess like from... Yeah, the last, obviously, six months or whatever. Being so open about everything. People actually do come in and they're like, hey, you It's good. Yeah, but how you actually going? Yeah. Because everybody's just response is, yeah, good, how you going? Yeah. 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 And it's actually like, well, no, how you actually going? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 
fucking tired actually that's how I am going oh there you go you know what I mean and I think from our parents generation and their parents generation is you just push past it yeah no you didn't have time no. for crying no. no you didn't have time for, for feeling upset and sorry for yourself and whatnot. you had you had jobs to do you had family to feed you got and I think that stems from obviously not our parents but their parents yeah that's yeah and because you look at our parents now and excuse me I only got through half the shit without my parents oh god no and considering the generation they come from, yeah, they've adapted pretty well. Yeah, like they they understand so much more. And obviously, your parents went through a fair bit of shit and understood it, you know, because they didn't have a choice. But yeah, my parents especially, like we obviously never went through any of that. But you know, to come out obviously uh, within the last year and say, you know, I, I fucking this is how I'm feeling. They was like right, and I was like shit. Okay, but. You look at their parents, and they wouldn't have dealt with that shit. No. And I think it's just obviously the generational but, no, thing. No, you'll be they, right. It's all in your yeah. head. You'll be fine. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. So have a piece of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> considering where, yeah, our parents come from, like, and there's everyone obviously their parents are that age, that their parents are all just hard as nails. Yeah. But yeah, we're pretty lucky, I guess, with our parents that they just they know how to deal with that shit and get us onto the right track, but. Yeah, um, yeah. So thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks no, for thank sharing you your for story. The, thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for being so open and honest. Um, I don't yeah. think I could ever go back to bottling up again. Definitely, I don't know how not to be. Yeah, definitely don't. I, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I, uh, depending on what it is, you just sort of if it's obviously minor, it's not going to affect you. You just sort of like whatever. And I think that's probably the biggest thing is picking your battles. That's one thing I've learned where if someone pisses you off, you're sort of like, do yeah. in, the grand, in, the grand, in the grand scheme of things, yep. your problem may actually much of a problem for me. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing is when you can actually brush that off because you've got real shit going on. So. Uh, for what I would give though to have high school drama now. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Good old high when, school drama. When you thought that was your life, like my yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, your life was just ending in high school because, you know, your girlfriend broke up with you or something, but. Yeah, it was... Uh, you got the same pencil case as me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. <laughs> but no, nah, that'll be... Uh, no, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And I hope that a lot of other people can benefit from your story and from my story. And Yeah, so... That this can help someone else not do what I did. Yeah. And what, what you did. Yeah. And I guess, like, you know, if you do have Stevie on socials or whatever... They're probably safe enough to flick through a message to you, aren't oh, they? Absolutely, like, yeah. I'm always open. Um, with obviously, yeah, the the self harm and all that sort of stuff. I guess obviously, you, if you don't want to dive into that sort of stuff, you don't have to. But I mean, yeah, Stevie's obviously lived it, and it's a you know it's the same old, same old. Where I'm getting people on here that have lived it, dealt with it, you know, got through it or getting through it, and it's you know it's real shit. It's not scripted. No. It's not. It's it's you know it's the life we live. It's not perfect, but yeah, so that, that'll be a wrap for episode number two. Thanks, Stevie J, for coming on. Um, this will be up on Spotify and everything soon, whenever I get time. So thanks again for coming on. No, absolutely. Peace out. Thank you. Tops for life. <laughs>